Everybody, welcome to another episode of Balance and Water. This is your girl Balance, and I'm here with my partner, Water. And we're bringing to you another episode. So, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm, I would have been better. Um, my clumsy ass uh, twisted my ankle yesterday. Um, like a, a minute into my morning workout. Here we go. <laughs> Did we not talk about this last week about how your old ass need to sit down because you're doing too much? Did we not? <laughs> I feel like we just had this conversation. We did. And honestly, I don't, I, I guess maybe I got too excited because um, I had just downloaded um, Megan Thee Stallion's new album, right? So I had already downloaded Jeezy's. What's there to be excited about? Well, because I hadn't really heard it. And so I heard a preview of it when I was looking at new music to work out to. And I was like, okay, this is kind of a bop. It's going to get me, give me a pep in my step in my workout. So I downloaded and some of the beats were nice enough, you know, so I started my watch, you know, I got dressed and everything, went outside, started my watch so I can track my run and stuff. And the beats were just hitting and I felt like I was floating on clouds. Everything was going good. And then boom, like I'm literally just running and I twist my ankle and I almost fell, which would have been embarrassing, but nobody was up, but I almost fell. And I just look at myself or look down. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why would you do this to me? You did that to yourself. (laughs) It didn't do nothing to you. You did that to yourself. I just don't understand. I was literally minding my own business, doing what I normally do. <laughs> and it, I'm just so upset. Well, did you get, did you get some help? Not to hop, I had to hop my ass back to... home. Mm. I mean, <laughs> luckily I wasn't that mm. far. But mm-hmm. I think I was more so just pissed off that I twisted it. And I was just getting back to groove, getting back in the groove of working out after I told you I had just healed from my last injury. I swear to God, I feel like Derrick Rose right now. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not one thing, it's another. I like you need to just chill out. Well, right now, well, see, you know, I was going to take my own advice and chill out, you know, so this can actually heal up, you know, elevated ice and stuff like that. And I'm like, I need to work out. I cannot just afford to just sit around for the next couple of weeks. I can't just do that, right? So I was thinking, I was thinking, and because of COVID, I have not been going to the gym. But I'm thinking I'm going to go tomorrow and do like the elliptical or something. Mm. I think that you're going to go in that gym. <laughs> I have. Mm. To do something. And I, I get up at five, so there's nobody up at that time. No one's in the gym. There are plenty of people in the gym at five o'clock in the morning. Not my gym. Don't don't <laughs> fool yourself. There are people in the gym. I guarantee you. <laughs> because everybody thinks nobody's in the gym at five o'clock. Everybody thinks so. <laughs> everybody thinks the 
same thing until all of y'all go at five o'clock. <laughs> and then you get there and you're like, why are there so many people in the gym? Because all of y'all thought nobody was going to be in the gym. <laughs> So y'all met each everybody met each other there. That's what that is. I'm telling you. Oh gosh. So I just I'm just so disappointed in myself. I really am right now. I mean, I was happy I was able to continue to do my community service that I had already planned to set up. So, you know, I guess because I was still kind of on it, it didn't bother me that much, you know, once I got it warmed up. So I mean it bothered me, but not really. But after I came home, showered and rested it was like hell and it blew up like a balloon. Mm. And like, I have nice. Oh, are you sure you don't need to go get it really checked out? Yeah, I know I don't need to get it really checked out. It's just, it's just spraying because I can of still course. walk on it um, and I can still move it in certain angles and stuff. Because you're a whole doctor, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've had a number of injuries uh, playing sports, so I know it's not broken or anything severe. And the only thing they're going to give me is a splint the little tan splint and give me a crutch and say stay off of it and I'm not paying them to tell me that I know what I need to do you didn't know your ass either sit down either so I'm looking for support from you support listen I don't know what you want me to say I'm sorry to hear that would be nice Mm-mm, I can't <laughs> Cause you, cause you hurt yourself last week. So, and I had to be sympathetic last week. You're not gonna get this shit from me every week. Sucks to be you. You're an asshole. Okay. You're an asshole, but I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It builds tough mm-hmm. love and character. But anywho, what do you have going on yeah. this upcoming week? You have anything you're looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Saturday. What are you off Saturday or something? Yes, that's what I'm looking forward to. Mm. My day off. So, mm-hmm. are are you going to extend that to Saturday to Wednesday? Absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, it is kind of hard to get an appointment, but I understand. Maybe you need a break. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do, <laughs> and I'm taking it. And can't nobody stop me. <laughs> <laughs> well that's good and other than that I'm not looking forward to shit else but Saturday on Sunday I'm looking forward to Saturday that is that's, that's, this can't be life <laughs> cannot be life that is like a whole week that. that you're looking forward to a Saturday mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah one thing I that's hear from that. that is that you're sick of us you're sick of your clients you're sick of hair you're sick of the smell of heat. You're sick of it. I don't. I don't be. Maybe. I may be. I may be getting to the point that I, I thought I never would get to. Maybe you should take a couple of weeks off. <laughs> no, seriously. I, wish I could. The thing is, taking weeks off to do what? This COVID ain't. I can't do anything. What am I gonna do? Not to do anything in particular. I mean, if you find something to do, then great. But I think maybe a refresher, like a restart button. You know, like with Christmas time with schools. Yeah, I was. I. I. I couldn't do anything for seven weeks when we were closed. That was different, though. That was like. I think that's when I realized that I really don't. I can't stand y'all. <laughs> so I, I think so, that was my revelation. 
So that is what we need to blame now. The fact that COVID <laughs> closed the shop in seven weeks and it made you actually realize how much you just did not care for us. I don't say that. I love my clients. I love my It's it's just that time of year, you know. And I'm only one person. That's what it comes down to. I'm only one individual, and fortunately, I cannot work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I mean, so. I think you could, but you know, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I hope you break your other angle next week. Yeah, that that's 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 a lot you know? of love. But I will say that, you know, since you're looking forward to Saturday, I'm looking forward to this uh, sneaker ball I'm going to. Um, this is actually my first one, and it actually made me realize. Well, if you don't know what a sneaker ball a what? is. It's... A what? A sneaker ball? A sneaker ball. So what it is, is like you dress up just like a like you're going to a gala just to or. Just to wear sneakers, Lord Jesus. Right. People just make up any type of shit in America. It's actually actually been a thing. I just did not know about it. And every year in Atlanta, because I was like, when I first got invited to this birthday party, right? Um, I'm like, when he sent the invitation, I was like, well, what do I wear? And he sent me some pictures. And so, of course, I typed in hashtag on Instagram and it brought up a lot of different pictures of people that went to sneaker balls. And apparently every year in Atlanta, there's a big sneaker ball that they have. And then it's one I think in North Carolina, and I didn't really know this was a thing, but now I'm getting I excited. Have never realized how sheltered you are until now. You just now knowing that people was wearing sneakers to balls. Yeah, like and that it was a thing. Yeah, like I mean, I knew people wore dresses and suits and stuff with sneakers. I mean, I knew that, but I didn't know it was actually a party or a theme. That this is what it's for. I didn't. I didn't know that. I thought it was just a style. Because I, I mean, when we went to prom and stuff. Of course, guys wore like Jordans and stuff with their suits. Of course, I seen girls go dressed up in a nice dress and put on some like team Jordans. Yeah, I've seen it. I just didn't know it was a theme. Mm. So now okay. it's like it gives me the best of both worlds. I can dress up, wear makeup and stuff, and I can also ball at the same time. I like it. With your broke ankle, and um, it works out perfectly. So when is <laughs> this? Is the beginning is of Saturday? the beginning of December? So I think two weeks away, the first week of December, if I'm not mistaken, like the fifth. And where is it? Uh, uh, I don't. You going to Atlanta? No, no, no. It's here. It's here. Um, it's here. It's actually a birthday party. Okay. But the more like I look into it, and the more excited I get. I'm like, when I get married, my reception, this is what it's going to be. Like, no heels, no dress shoes are going to be allowed. That's right. You know, tell me what the hell I'm going to wear. Well, then don't bring your ass but, in. Okay. Did you, um, <laughs> did you already get your sneakers? Yes, I actually bought the sneakers a couple weeks ago. But I am having a difficult time trying to find somebody to glitterize them. I don't even think glitterize is a word, but I want glitter on them. Um. Simply because my dress is... You can do it yourself. Yeah, and actually I Googled it last night and it was just a lot of steps that I didn't want to take. Um, And I'm not messing up my own shoe because I want to skip steps. So... Well, then don't skip the steps. But see, that's... (laughs) (laughs) But I want to skip the steps because I want it done immediately. So I just need somebody with the patience to actually do that. So... Um, 
I'm waiting on a few things in regards to that. And then everything will be done. I've already taken care of everything else. So that is pretty much the only thing I'm really... Yeah, I actually just got it back from um, the place that will get it altered and stuff. So I just got that back yesterday. So last thing left is the shoes. Mm. So we shall see. You got a mask? Yeah, I'm going to get a mask. Because COVID is out here. I'm just saying. Yes, yes. I am going to wear a mask. I'm probably the most cautious person. But I'm... I'm trying to debate how I want to wear it because I know mask and makeup does not go. So I need to... your face. What do you mean how you want no. to wear it? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> what other way is it? I mean, like, what type of mask do I want to get? Do I want to get it with oh, the oh. same, like, style as my dress? Or do I want to just get a, a black mask? Because my dress, of course, is black. Um, so that I'm still <clears throat> trying to figure out. That can be done in no time, so I'm not really worried about that. So, okay, well, you enjoy yourself. Yeah, hopefully get this ankle right. Go out, see your pictures up and down my timeline. I might even just send oh. you a picture, anyways, just because I want you to see me. May text it to you. Who knows? I'm I think no picture. I think you'd enjoy it. No, I'll see it on my timeline. I'm sure I'm going to see it on my Facebook and I'm going to see it on my Snap. I mean, not my Snap, my um, Instagram. And you're probably going to be on stories. Yep, I'll see it. <laughs> and Will. <laughs> <laughs> and now that I see that you got a Twitter, I'm sure you're going to repost the picture on there too. So well, I'm, I'm going to, I'll see it. Well, honestly, like I got on Twitter for the first couple of days. I just downloaded Twitter and I just got one. Um, I think the problem is I have to find figure out how to work it so I can get the right things on my timeline because I was thinking I make one and I laugh right away and I'm not laughing right now and so now I'm bored with it um because you have to follow the people that you want to entertain you right and I don't know who I want to entertain me so I'm actually depending on the shade room to give me some direction because that's where I see all the funny oh, shit at why are we depending on the shade room to do anything for our life right now? Because all they do shade is share room? tweets. Yeah, they share the right tweets that make me laugh. And so I want to laugh like I do when I go in the shade room, but I want to see it firsthand. Oh my gosh. Okay. And so I'm not laughing right now, so I'm kind of bored. You want to be a part of Black Twitter, is what you're saying. Exactly. That's what I want to be a part of. That's exactly what I want to be a part of. I want to troll stuff. I want to troll people. I want to. I want to have fun, like everybody else. Okay. But you gotta follow people. Okay. <laughs> I need you to read the manual on Twitter and then get back to me on that. Yeah, and I need to figure okay. out how to get the uh, privacy setting off so I can see all the bad stuff too. Because I see some. Well, because somebody oh, had reposted something and it had like an explicit thing, privacy thing, and it was like I had to go back to my settings and I couldn't figure it out and it really upset me because I wanted to see what it you was. Know, you, you need to be on parental advisory. <laughs> All the parental advisory controls need to stay on for you, please. <laughs> now I can actually oh, see all of I can see all of the news that get exposed. I'm excited about that. I will say that. But, you know, the thing is with Twitter, it's like it, it's in the moment. So it's real easy to for somebody to, you know, 
type out whatever real quick and then delete that shit. So if you're not like really on Twitter actively, um, you'll miss a lot. Right, but I've learned even like before, like you can type in a hashtag and somebody screenshot it, somebody's reshared it because you know people be on it. So if I miss it, somebody else gonna get it. So I love typing in the hashtags and it takes me right to it. Oh, so. You don't even know. You can barely. Okay. All right. Well, you, like I said, go read the manual. Okay. <laughs> the user guide. The user guide then, to a social media. You know when you got it under control for yourself. <laughs> and then I'll tell you, welcome to Twitter. Because right now. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to get my feet in first. Here. I'm not there at all. I'm definitely a beginner. Um, so, yeah. By the way. Did you watch the mm-hmm. versus battle between Jeezy and Gucci Mane? Because it's going to lead me into my topic or our topic this week. So, um, so I did watch it. How did you feel about it? Um. <laughs> Did you okay? So, did you feel like, like, just from the music standpoint? Because I know they were on CP time, right? So, the music initially was great from both DJs, you know, it was taking us back down memory lane. I feel like I, I didn't even listen to it, I just had it on, but I wasn't listening to it. Okay, so like I had it muted on my television screen, so until it was happening, gotcha. Okay, so I was there, I wasn't going to be late, and I just knew they were going to start around maybe 10 minutes late. I thought they were going to be, you know, more on time, but they really had us waiting in the waiting room, listening to DJ Spin, DJ Holiday, and I forgot who the other DJ was. Um, play music and and old bops from like the early 2000s and stuff like that uh for 45 minutes so it's supposed to start at eight um they started about eight forty six to be exact um and literally they had a million people in the waiting room like we were all jamming together okay like having a party before you know so by by the sound of your voice you really enjoyed this I did enjoy it. I I mean, it was nice because we were waiting because I was pissed off that they were late. You know, when you go to a performance or something to see an artist and they're late, it starts to piss you off. But if you got nice music, you you can kind of vibe a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I had me some 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 drinky drink, you know, so I was kind of feeling myself. And then I had my people, my friends, my social media friends on there and we were like going down memory lane and stuff like that. So, you know, it was cool. It kind of passed by time. Okay. But um when it started at eight forty six, um, I just I could just feel the tension. And mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to stay I needed to sage my home because um it was it was real hostile in here. It got mm-hmm. hostile in my house and I didn't like that energy. So I want to see, uh, before I get into the question, I want to see what your perspective was once it started. Well, the first thing is I am not, um, I don't listen to Gucci at all. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I, my, 
my feels towards him has to do with not his music. It's more of like the interviews that I've listened with of him. <laughs> and so that's where my judgment of him comes from. And then I was so thoroughly annoyed at the fact that he's an Aquarius. Because I was just like, that is that cannot be the representation of us. And um, I was I was really hurt by that. So she said um, she was hurt. I, yeah, I was I was I was hurt. Um, and then I think um, Jesus is a Libra. Oh, uh, hmm. yes, Lord. I think so. Yeah, so it's pretty much us on the stage. Yeah. So, but no, because, <laughs> because no. Um, so, I mean, I definitely felt it, and I felt like, I mean, I felt the, the same tension as you said, and I thought that it was, you know, there was there was a lot of unneeded disrespect because of the fact that the platform of verses is not meant for this, or not meant for. Because I think the whole thing is a fraud. Like, you guys want to come sit here and act like, you know, all throughout there's all this tension and at the end and it's like, oh, yeah, I love you, I love you. Yeah, fuck that. I, that shit was so whack to me at the end. I was like, don't don't try to play that because now you're trying to just go, you're going to just try to get money off of this and I think it's stupid. But, because if you have a beef, you have a beef. Right. Um, I'm, not, I'm okay with you rectifying your beef, but I felt like that wasn't the place to do it. For them to have their first encounter or whatever, it did not have to be this way. Right. It shouldn't have been this way. Right. Um, I think there should have been conversations prior to. Um, and I guess I can be, you can say I'm old or whatever sometimes. But like when Jay and Nas had their beef, they had conversation before their first time on stage together. So their first time on stage together, there was it was genuine love. Like, oh my gosh, look at them actually performing and giving each other love, and there you could tell that everything had been squashed. Right. That was not that, and I don't feel like I needed to go through whatever um, therapy the two of them need. I didn't feel like I needed to go through that with them. Right. Like, this was very unfair to me to have to see this. Because, <laughs> I mean, as much as I felt like Jeezy was trying to be as grown and mature and, hey, this is a, this is a bigger thing. I don't know if you realize, but this is Apple and this is uh, Ciroc and this is all these big brands that are, are doing this. Um, and this is Instagram. And, like, let's, let's be respectful. Let's not fuck this up. That we're versus can't have a versus again. You know, like, mm-hmm. why do you have all this huge entourage Gucci like what did you think was about to happen like I, I was so confused like did nobody talk to them well okay so them? so <clears throat> that's, they not talk to each other before this is what I felt like yeah I, they didn't talk to each other before so now that, now that we got that out of the way do you understand the magnitude of their beef or the background of it yes okay yes so I absolutely know how this beef and all this I, I and I knew this prior to Versus. Right. So, so. It's not like I researched it. I, like, I knew what was going on, which is why I feel like that was not the time or the place or the way to do it. Right. So, for those out there that may be listening, um, if you do not know, the reason behind oh, their. Yeah. We're really going to go into the description and put their beef in. They can really just Google this now. Yeah, I have to tell them. Um, so, <laughs> pretty much, long story short, the reason behind their beef is nothing to really do with rap is you know shit outside of it because both of them are from atlanta 
and both of them were dope boys or you know all that other shit and pretty much long story short Jeezy had one of his associates close friends or whatever um he put a hit out on Gucci Man, and a lot of people no, didn't. No, we cannot put that out there. We do not know that that happened. Okay, so yeah, he put a hit out on. He had his. He wanted his associate he to. Did not do not throw that out. He there. wanted his he associate. Yes, he did. He wanted his associate you to think rob. That's how shit continues on because you cannot sit there and say that this man put out a hit for Gucci to be too. Um, that's why to die and then, and then he killed him and then he ended up killing the friend. We don't know that to be true. Everyone we knows that's the truth. That. We are not going to do that on here. Okay, so yeah, and if you guys did not catch it, if you did not watch it, that's why Gucci stated that um, his whole outfit was 10k. That was the amount on him. So a lot of people thought it was he was just talking about how much it cost, but that was really the amount that was put on him. All right. So long story short, that's what happened. That's why the beef was they hadn't talked for fifteen years. The associate ended up, you know, going on to glory. So for me, in regards, no, he's to- on the glory. Gucci shot him. That we know to be true <laughs> because he went to jail. We know this, and he beat the he now, beat the do case. We know whether or not. Because let's let's be real. There's people in your in your entourage or your friends mm-hmm. that will sidestep and do things that you don't necessarily agree with. You have nothing to do with, and then now because that's your homeboy or whatever the magnitude of the friendship was, now people are putting that on you. That's why I say you can't just we can't just go out there and say that. But but you but, you've already said that. yeah because that's that's what what happened like regardless if Jeezy wants to say yeah this is what happened or no one else that's what everybody knows this is what happened so no this is because I read okay go ahead go ahead so Mm-mm. outside of all of What's that the question my question is my question is do you think that everything everything in life is resolvable. Knowing the background, the pretty much the background of their situation, do you feel like everything in life is resolvable? Just because for me, I don't think I would have been able to even do the verses if I was Gucci. I don't even think I would be able to repair shit with Jeezy. I don't care if it's 15 years. I don't care if it's 500 years. I don't think I would be able to, to repair it. And <clears throat> for me, it was like, you know, I understood both both aspects of both of them like I love Jeezy I love him to death um I love how he was you know cool mild-mannered and trying to be the bigger person but at the same time I can see why Gucci was the way he was the whole time on 10 like he had a lot of pinned up shit on him and this is the first time I would say he was doing there you ain't have to do it that means you did it for money like get the fuck out of here I don't want to hear that shit and his ass was out there if he knew that that was what what everybody not everybody but people are claiming he would have never went out there that's how i know that that's not what really went down he would have never went out there you want to talk about being a hood nigga and all this stuff you would have met it would have never gotten to that you would have never been on that stage versus couldn't never called you that's why the first time they called Gucci, he said he didn't want to do it right and then all of a sudden now you want to do it right so I think I think that is that. what happened. I feel like he all had that. to he had to address it firsthand. That's why he was so disrespectful. Like I'm still gonna disrespect you in front of you. But you like look this stupid. 
But but you did, and you really look. You made yourself look stupid. I'm like, this dude is up here, and 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 in any moment, your pregnant wife is about to have a baby boy, and this is what you're gonna show him. Yeah, you know he's from the hood. He don't care nothing about that. He don't care nothing about that. He know he's straight from the hood. <laughs> right, right, right. It's, which is why I, mm, yeah, and that that's that's the Black America that that's the problem that we have in Black America right there. That whole situation. That oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's so annoying to me because I'm so tired of we want to sit here and try to be like on 10 when at the end of the day if you really wanted to squash some shit sit down and have a fucking conversation right be an adult you had plenty of time but this is the same person when he came out he was still talking shit he was still saying stuff right so don't come here and try to make me feel like you you've been redeeming you you doing but you you've been still talking shit about everybody it ain't even only Jeezy, anybody that you had beef with like what is your issue you need to go sit down and talk some shit to some people. But that's why I, I personally, just me personally, I feel like this beef isn't over. I don't care what they stage or how they try to do a kumbaya at the end right, and both rap. The end, so I see. Yeah, up. yeah. No, it was it was totally fake for me. You can't you can't sell me. Yeah, I don't care how much I've grown. You're not finna disrespect me the whole entire time. And then one song, the very last song. Now we're we're cool. I don't even think I can be cordial because in my opinion, I feel like if I was Gucci, I'm not supposed to be here. So one, if the quote unquote alleged hit was successful or robbery, whatever, I'm supposed to be six feet under. That's the first thing. Secondly, I ended up not being killed. Um, but I had to go to trial for it. So I was facing probably life. So those are two, I'm still not supposed to be here. And I don't think for me, that's, that's not forgivable. That's, I, I I don't think I could ever forgive anybody looking at that situation. I guess guess his, I guess his life has, does have a a number to it then. Yeah. And that's why it's like, I can understand. he He did verses anyway, for whatever the amount of money they made from doing verses. Mm-hmm. So he made his money. I guess it doesn't. He didn't care about that. Yeah, it, that, and that's why I feel like I that's understand. Why we got all these people uh, holding sides or like taking sides is like, yeah, you guys want to sit here and take sides between who's better and who's whatever. But this nigga, in a sense, sold out his own self, right? For whatever the dollar amount was, right? Because that's what that really comes down to. Come on, yeah. I just I can understand both aspects of it, and I feel like for for Gucci because I've never I was I wasn't a huge Gucci fan either. I heard some of his top songs, which may have been like four songs, um, but most of his songs that he played were from like mixtapes, which he has like a million of them. But of course, they're not my style of music. I was more so a Jeezy fan, and I have more of his you know albums and songs and stuff. But it's just like everything, majority of the stuff that Gucci played was like diss songs. That's what he played majority of them. And 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 particularly, you only played to your your fan base, right? But I guess you know I, what I'm saying we talk about verses as a whole, right? You can't say that he won because you oh, played yeah. to your favorite. Only your people know. He had a whole song talking about "fuck you like a dog" or some shit. I was like, oh yeah, dog. I like that song. You, you, I remember I downloaded that in high school. But go yeah, ahead now. You, you would. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm telling you, man, I felt like a whole <laughs> female trapper Friday night. I swear to God, I've never, I, I ride 90 miles per hour past a trap house when I'm in a vicinity of one, but I felt like I could have been in one Friday. They made me feel like I was an ATL trapper. You're not. I know. I'm not even close to it. If you still feel that way, go ahead. No, that... Bring yourself back. That ended when the verses ended. I woke up to my corporate America and and, and did my job. Don't get yourself hurt out there. (laughs) But I think majority of the listeners... Like they know both artists, and I want to say back when they both first came out, like when Jesus was making all these mixtapes, that was when burning CDs and stuff was a thing. Because I remember everybody mm-hmm. in high school, you know, everybody's burning CDs, talking about Gucci Man, this and that, you know. So a lot of people knew these songs, but me personally, when Gucci was playing, I didn't know these songs. Like I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. I knew Jesus because they came from albums. More so than mixtapes, like I was able to download them from LimeWire and stuff, you know, for and, free. and buy it and uh, at Best Buy, yeah, um, or Walmart. Fridays when all the CDs came out for nine ninety nine, right? And look through the pamphlet and stuff. You know, I was able to do that with Jeezy, but I wasn't necessarily do that with Gucci. But I guess because everybody, you know, you know, underground music was a thing back then. They kind of knew Gucci shit. I didn't know it, but they knew it. And so I guess if you're from that, you know, that whole club and lifestyle back then, a lot of that shit was played. A lot of the music was, the trapping music was. Yeah. The. In Atlanta. Or even down here. Yeah. Yeah, definitely down here in the South. Because I want to say Tampa. I want to say Club Underground, which is no longer around in Tampa. Um, I think it's Club Ecstasy. It was, it's a few of them in Tampa. Like, that's when Cayenne stuff was hot. And you know how long ago that shit was. But I lived in, I lived in Tampa at that time. I was going to college and we was not listening to him. He was not a thing. I mean, I'm not saying he, he was around, but he was not as... He wasn't as prevalent, yeah. As relevant as, you know, I guess they make him out to be. I think right. that didn't happen until he started doing more... Um, Features and and collaborations with yeah. people, <laughs> and then people, you know, started listening to him more. But yeah, he, he wasn't. He wasn't the top to tier like trapper. Hood music, like yeah. other, you had to just like that and to really be a fan of his. Yeah, and I almost feel like you had to be living that lifestyle because at least like. I feel like That's Jeezy true. gave you some type of inspiration to like be a seller but make it out. And Gucci was like the seller and user. That's what I feel like his music was geared towards. So if you sold it and used it, that was more so what you listened to. It just didn't resonate with me. You had to be a crackhead. You had to sell crack and be a crackhead. I mean, oh. if that's if okay. that's how you want to put it. <laughs> That's what you said. You said you had to deal, and you. But what's that? That is like being a crackhead <laughs> and the supplier, <laughs> or getting high off your own supply, which Boogie said you shouldn't do. Whichever way, right? That's what you said. Okay, so, maybe I did. I don't know. There's 
you, so the question was, is things reconcilable? Is that what you said? Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that in life, every situation is able to be, be resolved? Do you think? Do you think Anything that could be resolved if you want it to be? That has to do with the individual. If you want to resolve, yes, you can. Do you think that you're able to resolve any and everything, no matter what anyone does to you? If if I want that to happen, I can't. I'm not saying that I'm willing, but if I want it to happen, yeah. But are you willing? Anybody can. Yeah, anybody can. It but are you on willing? What the situation is. Yeah, for me, it, it depends on what situation arises, but I know that I'm not one of those individuals that's um, just easily to forgive. I'd rather just let go and be done but with that, it. But rectifying a situation doesn't necessarily, or reconciling a situation doesn't necessarily mean forgiveness. But I don't even want to... Like, it depends I, on what your, what your definition of that means. Because if it just means that me and you need to... Um, clarify our standings and whatever that could be but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're gonna be cool it could just be i'm gonna tell you why i did what i did you could tell me you know why you did or why that hurts you and then that be it right but i don't even feel like nowadays i don't even feel like that conversation even needs to be like we know like if something was done we know what either i did or you did so there doesn't need to be a discussion now, if it was some, like, chatter or talk or something, like, cool, yeah, we can have a sit-down discussion. But if it was something, like, actually done, we don't need to even need to have a discussion, I feel like. Just let bygones be bygones. I move my way, you move your way. And that's why I feel like with Gucci and Jeezy, if this, quote-unquote, the whole coming together with the Icy Song situation was real, which I doubt, I feel like it was only so they can be cordial. So if they were, like, in the same clubbing event or same business oh, they, event. With- they, but they have been. That's This is another reason why I feel like it's stupid because, or not stupid, but it was made into this big, oh, look at this unity because they have been in spaces together. Mm-hmm. So if y'all really, if something was really supposed to happen, it would have. Your crews would have got into it. You would have got... They, Jeezy even stopped many a time. They've been in the club together. They've been at events together. I mean, they're, clearly they're not standing next to each other, but you're still in the same room. And if you really wanted to get down, you would have. Right. Did Party not throw a whole shoe or... Ooh, Nikki threw a shoe. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really can't stand somebody and, and your crews are saying shit back and forth to each other or whatever, whoever puffing their chest, the, the you know, the biggest... You're going to react regardless. So that's why I'm like, oh, y'all want to sit here and be like, oh, this is such great unity. But I'm like, these niggas have crossed paths before. Right. So it didn't have to be done on verses. This shit could have been rectified a long time ago if they if it really wanted to. Right, I don't. I, I think on 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 Gucci's side, it really he really never wanted to. Right, and I still don't think that he is talking shit this whole time. Right, because he was on 10. He never sat down. He was on 10 and waiting for something to come out sideways. And I feel like that's why he bought an entourage as well, like just in case something pop off. You could you could have walked in there just all by yourself. Yeah, yeah. You could have walked in there all by yourself with that same energy. Mm-hmm. You had all these little niggas around you, as you know, making you feel like you whatever, making you feel like you big and grand. 
you could have walked in there with that same energy. People would have still felt the tension of you just walking in by your damn self. You didn't need all them people. But did you see the security that he had also outside? Like, by his vehicle, like, leaving out and coming in, like, with the big old guns and stuff? I'm like, okay, so he was ready for war. He, I guess he was ready for whatever may happen. Let's be real. He's acting like he just got out yesterday. Okay? And, like, people been waiting for him to show his face. You've been out. You've been living. You've been doing interviews. You've been at your house. I mean, you're acting as if people have been gunning for you. Unless you must know other people who, who are looking to get you. Why did you need all that? If you and, and then you're from Atlanta, right? This, that's your place. That's that's your home, right? Right, zone six. Why would you have to feel any kind of way? I think you it was just the fact that into Jeezy's town, you wasn't stepping into his city or his territory. That's where you from. You said you was uh, Magic City is up the street from where you live. So why would you feel any? Why you need all that? I feel like it's just that tension that was between them and the fact that he was able to actually disrespect him in front of his face. Like it's one thing to make a diss song, you know, and to get played or whatever, but but now I can actually say the stuff that I said in those songs and I can actually mean it and I can say it to you and like, what's up? Now I think nothing because unless, (laughs) unless the person you see, that's the thing about being disrespectful. When you, when you want to be disrespectful, the reaction is what you really want from the person. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to say this foul shit in front of you, <laughs> in front of somebody, and they have this visceral reaction, right? Like how, you know, you want them, their head to go crazy. You want their people to go crazy. You want, And none of that happened. So it was just words. Like the shit that you were saying wasn't stuff that he hadn't already heard before. He just sat there, like, okay. And at the end of the day, you gonna go your way, and I'm gonna go my way. And because you know it would it would be different if all of this wasn't here. It wouldn't be the same. If if we weren't on live right now with this with this makeshift uh stage where we can't even be next to each other, that was strategic. <laughs> Person. Y'all are smart. Because yeah, Patty, Patty was and Gladys and was next to each other. Gladys, okay. They were well, damn near tapping heels. Brandy and Monica, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to put two, uh, two walkways so that they, um, uh, runways so that they don't have to cross each other's path. <laughs> they couldn't even stand next to each other to sing I but the thing is, I think they both came from the same direction because geez, Gucci definitely claimed, came from the same direction as Gucci. It came probably from the same door, but not at the same time. Right, so you got to time it. the same entrance. So it's like basketball where you got one person, one team coming out to warm up first and then the second one comes yeah, behind and them. and they push them to the side and then let the other. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it's it, like it was just so, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh. I was like, they can't. They'll be singing this song. They can't even hold hands. Right. It was. They it was so not genuine. Zap each other up. They can't give like no love to each other to, to really make people feel like, oh, okay, it, this is real. Even when they were in the club, yeah. they were on two separate sides. Yeah. It. It. it, it there was no. Stay there for five minutes and left. Okay. That don't look like somebody who's really trying to like make amends. 
Right, yeah. I don't I like like I said before, I don't think Gucci really made amends. I don't feel like even when he said like ain't no beef, whatever, I accept the olive olive branch, I think that was he just said it just to say it because at the end of the day, Jeezy wasn't he was just like, I'm trying to be a bigger person. I've grown from what I used to be. I don't wanna be that guy anymore. And Gucci like, man, fuck all that, whatever. And then the fact that Gucci I mean Jeezy kept stressing that he was like, Okay, I say this because we on T V but I I feel like he was walking with his hand behind his back and his fingers crossed. Like, yeah, okay, I said it, but my fingers are crossed, so I really don't mean it. So, I mean, if he never, if it comes back out and he does an interview or whatever and says that he really don't forgive him, I can't blame him. I really can't. I think there are certain levels to, you know, situations that happen between anybody in life, and certain things are not, you know, unforgivable. I feel like if you cared about, not necessarily if you cared about somebody, if you... Yeah, it depends on who the individual is. Yeah, it just, it depends on who they are. And it's just a respect level, I think, for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Once you break that respect threshold, for me, there's no coming back. You can say a lot of things. You can say what you dislike about individuals. You can make up rumors. But it's it's certain, it's a respect line that I feel like has to be valued for me, personally, to repair anything with anybody or even have a discussion and be like, you know what? I apologize or accept your apology. If I feel like I've been disrespected, there is no apology. We don't need to have a sit down discussion because it'll be pointless. You'll be wasting your breath because at the end of the day, I'm not going I'm not going to forgive you. And please don't ask me why I didn't forgive you because you knew that before we even got here to have this discussion. I'm a little different. Yeah. Oh, everybody is, you know. Yeah, I mean, for me, I just rather let it go and just move forward and everybody just coexist within their own world. I don't really personally even like having discussions afterwards. Because for me, like, if I if I was to say something about you and it was a heat of the moment situation, I'm just going to reach out and, and say my piece. Because it's genuine, right? But if it's a situation mm-hmm. where shit just went down and we're not talking, obviously we're not meant to continue talking. Because it'll never, for me, it'll never go back to being the same once something has transpired and you guys have stopped conversing. It'll never go back to what it was the first time. So if something was genuine and it wasn't that severe or at least, you know, it was a mistake or whatever, I can reach out. I don't need the whole discussion. I can reach out, give my apology and and tell you why I did what I did, whether it was right or wrong. And then if you want to accept it, all right, all right, cool. If not, then that's fine as well. But I've already got that right. off my chest. But once you cross right. a respect level and neither one of us are talking and it's gone months, years, it's never going to go back the same. Like, what are we trying to repair? Yeah, my, that's another thing for me. Like, time time will make me not want to have that conversation. Like, I don't like to go back in. I'm a very in-the-moment in person. I understand people don't do well that way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it could be a month or two or some shit, but... We we talking years that we haven't um we haven't spoken and then you want to come mm. <laughs> like we're fine we're mm-hmm. fine with I mean there's really some shit that I needed to explain yeah because by that time there's been so much that has been misinterpreted right right, right? a lot of times sometimes you don't even remember how the whole shit even started right but. There's so much mis 
misinformation. You're going to have your friends that told you what they heard or other mm-hmm. people told you what they heard. And by that time, it's just over. It's like, there's no even, there's no, there's no need to talk about it. And there's no need to like clear the air because nothing is going to come from that after that. We're not going to be friends after or whatever. So bingo. We good. That's exactly what I was saying. It is, that, it is be good. That's exactly what I mean. Like when you go years and everybody has had their input into the situation, you know, you got your friends telling you what they heard. They said they heard this or they did that or whatever. It's too many in the mix. So no matter years later, if we come together and I tell you my side, you in the back of your head, you've already heard other things. Right. And you've already made your, because, you will be contradicting like everything the person said right like, as they're telling you what they they really feel happened or what what it was for them you are like oh yeah but i heard that you did you in your mind yes. you're talking to yourself about what you done what you already know right even whether it's, it's right or wrong right and so no it's just a waste of time. it's just yeah, yeah, because it's not like afterwards. Yeah. If we were to say, "Okay, I forgive you, you forgive me," we're, it's not like we're going to brunch and we're going to laugh and kiki. No, there's still going to be an elephant in the room because, like you said, we've already come to our own conclusions. Because your friends have already said something in your ear about what you heard that I said, and in reaction to that, my friends have said what they've heard you say because you thought I said this. So in our head, mm-hmm. we're already like these. This bitch is fake. I'll never trust her again. She ain't gonna do nothing but do the same shit again. So you, it'll never go back to being the same. So why is there a need for a discussion? Why is there a need right. to even talk it out? Let's just you move your way, I move mine. That we're good. There, there's no discussion that's needed. And we're damn sure not doing verses. Yeah, we're not playing no damn slow jams. What my favorite slow jam is compared to what's your favorite just, slow? I'm just, just kind of upset with verses too. So I'm just like, why? No, I'm not gonna be upset with them. I mean, they did what they had. They they, they felt like they were trying to bring something together and hopefully all these little young rappers who are getting killed and stuff maybe it would help to stop all of that or whatever yeah but, but it, it ain't i'm just like you just it's not um it, it's not even gonna I be close like why why would you let that be the place for it to happen and it, if so if so because when i watched the after the live after with swift mm-hmm. it was like with him and timberland they were both saying how like up to an hour prior, people was telling them like, "Nah, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't let this happen." And I'm like, "So if people are saying, and then clearly there was there was a lot of things not said prior, right. to, which is probably why it came that out with all this unnecessary um, animosity and all this tension. Right. So why did why would you have let that be the place for that to happen? Uh- why didn't you?" Um, why didn't you let them have their sit down, have their hash out whatever first, and then let them come out and do it? Because what if Brandy and Monica had came out like that? <laughs> this, 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 I mean, I, granted, it's R and B. Nobody died. <laughs> nobody got shot up. I get it. But what if they had came out? I mean, even though people did say Monica was giving, you know, some side eyes and a little shade, <laughs> what if they both came out hard with animosity, hard with tension, you know, making jabs back at each other? Like, what if? These niggas wasn't even, like, really bopping their head to each other's songs. They wasn't tapping their foot. They wasn't even looking at each other. They had their 
backs turned to each other most of the time. What if Brandy and Monica came out and did that? Mm-hmm. What would people have said? <sighs> oh, it's been so long. They still got beef. This is so whack. You know what I'm saying? But right. then you, you, y'all are condoning these two to do it. Well, I think it was they they tried to be peacemaker, like you said, in regards to the rappers getting killed. But what the reason why I feel like it'll never change is because the stuff that's going on with the rappers being killed is shit happening outside of the rap game. It's not about the music. Because 95% of these rappers now, they were drug dealers. They were street guys first. And then they turned rappers. So they are... Not these new ones. Even the new ones, Mo- these new- Mo- I think these new ones are fake. I think old rappers was real. No, they were they were real, they were real street guys, but the young the younger ones are more so like thugs and shooting and killing each other. Like they're like from Chicago, like the situation with King Von. They were just you know like real like going back and forth streets between two different gangs, like just killing people. And even with um, what's the guy named from uh Dallas Mo three or. Mo, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but the guy that got killed and shot in the head on the on the uh, freeway, he was beefing with another with two of his old associates. They were they were both you know from the streets and stuff like that, and it had been stuff said back and forth between the two before. So it's the same thing with almost every rapper. It's not like they're just being innocent. Like they got shit going on outside of the whole rap game, and it just spills over into the rap because they really got shit going on outside of it. Now, to say if they were real drug dealers like Gucci and Jeezy, I can't say that. But I know they're all, majority of them are gang affiliated. And they, you know, when you're a part of a gang, that's usually till you die. And once you're a part of that, you become, you know, a product of what it is. You can't turn it on and off because you become a rapper. So if this is the lifestyle they're living prior to them becoming a rapper, you can't solve this by playing no verses or playing no music. This shit is going to keep going. I don't know if there will be. A- even, the thing is, even if they did, they they as grown men now could could squash it. But mm. it's the animosity and the tension between the two sides. Like you got to pick one side. If you down for Gucci, you down for Jeezy. It's those people who end up having the issues and causing the foolishness and the killing and stuff most of the time. Right. It's the it's the entourage. It's the fans. It's, it's those people. It's the ones who want to get in the good graces of whoever and want to be seen. Those are the people who usually cause most of the problems. And then you got that whole, you know, the whole street life have a different dynamic of handling things. You know what I'm saying? Like, our disrespect, we're able to just coexist and move on. Their disrespect, when you disrespect or talk about somebody that's passed away and stuff like that, like, that is like a, a, a cold red situation. So they handle things totally different than what the normal individuals like us would handle things. Like, that's why it's like, I can't judge them because they, their way of living and how they live for so long is totally different. And once you're a part of that life, that is you, you can elevate, get a house in a gated community. You can get all this money and stuff. But most times these are the same people that you're around. These, these going to be the same people you grew up. These going to be the same people that come to the top with you. Because y'all been in the trenches together. And so it, it, it's a sad situation because it's a sad situation. We would have gotten way more entertainment. Yeah. I mean, you just gotta, yeah, they gotta, 
that situation I feel like I don't think was the best platform. I know it got the rating ratings up to the highest it's ever been for a versus battle because of the, the background situation of what was going on and trying to see if they were going to kill each other or not. And I think that was another reason why they did it. You know, ratings. Everybody wants to see what's going to happen. Everybody's trying to catch this firsthand. What's going to happen? All the blogs like and they outlets. Really about to discover one was going to have to leap across the stage to get to the other. <laughs> 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 All right, they are fun. Me, Versus knew this was about to be some bullshit. They did, and they prepped. They did just in case because they don't want that on them, right? Like right. They, but but even though what's so funny is like you don't want it to happen. Clearly, you wouldn't have wanted it to happen on live, right? Right. When Jeezy was trying to make his little speech, and you know they were getting a little hot with each other or whatever, mm-hmm. and if, if a little fight had broke out, y'all would have liked that little bit of entertainment. But yeah. if that shit had spilled out that night, and they really shot one one another, or somebody was shooting at each other, then it would have been the negative, you know, light on, on verses. And it would have been like, well, first they should have never did it. And why they try to put them together, they know they were, they weren't ready. So why you why we even did this? I don't even know. Why? I don't, man. I mean, it was, I mean, I will say the little bit of tension, hostility, it was, it was entertaining for a little bit. But I just think that their issue is not going to be resolved overnight. If it is even resolved, and if it never gets resolved, I can totally understand why it will never be resolved. Because okay. as I stated, it's not for me. I don't listen to Gucci music anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, if I had to choose between whose music well. is better, I'm definitely choosing Jeezy. Who won? Let's be honest, he won. But when it comes to the background of it, or you know, the quote-unquote background of it, I can understand Gucci's place and his stance on things. Are we gonna ignore the fact that Gucci's a little slow? I mean, I definitely think he's the individual that would cause the class not to have the pizza party in elementary school. Okay, I'm good. I'm happy you said it. Yeah, I think he's definitely that student. He was a little slow. Yeah, you know, I I think that maybe, you know, he had maybe four front teeth that were silver. Yo, I'm done with you. Maybe he ate blue. I'm done. I'm done. Uh Uh-uh. We're not going to do that. Yeah, so you guys can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, um, and Amazon Podcasts. Um, You can follow us on Instagram at Balance and Water. You can follow both of our personal pages, which will be in the description down below. If you guys want to hear any topics, want to collab, feel free to email us at balanceandwater at yahoo.com or balanceandwater at gmail.com. Got anything else you want to say to the people? No. Oh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy some Black Friday shopping if that's what you're into. Yeah. Don't go out and get that TV. You don't need the TV. (laughs) I promise you, you don't need the TV. And don't be out there fighting for no damn toys. These kids shouldn't even be getting toys this year. (laughs) Christmas can't. Have a good Thanksgiving. Please, whatever you do, just wear your mask, social distance. Wear your mask, social distance. Yeah, that's part. That too. I'm out there fighting for stuff. Bye, y'all.